Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by King Matty D. King Matty D. Well, well, well. And the Predator pushes the alien queen off a cliff. Really? And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to that show because that is a spoiler. A really obvious one too. I haven't actually seen that movie, so you did just spoil it for me. I thought you had. I saw the sequel, but I've never seen the original I thought the, that was like a, a guilty pleasure of yours. No, I've never seen it. I've never watched it. Oh, well. Never interested in watching that's it. That's what I do. I ruin things. Yeah. I'm a, well, I'm that's a what ruiner. we do. That's what we do potentially on this show is because we look at upcoming Hollywood blockbusters. We take in as much information as we can about those Hollywood blockbusters without delving too much into actual spoiler territory. And we attempt to predict the plot from start to finish. And if you want to put one of our previous predictions to the test, you can, because currently when this episode comes out, Tom and Jerry is in the cinemas. There you go. That's something we predicted a few weeks ago. I'm not quite sure how well we did in that one, but I suppose you can find out right now. I think we would have done pretty well in that one. Yeah, I mean, there's only so so many places you can go with a Tom and Jerry prediction. I think so. And I think as well, there's only so many places you can go in the movie that we're talking about this week. We're talking about... speaking of animation. Yeah, we're talking about the sequel to Godzilla King of the Monsters. This has been a long time coming for us. We've been talking about doing this movie ever since we talked about the original movie. So this is a milestone for us as well. Yes. Because we're covering a sequel to a movie we covered... Two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Yeah. We first announced that this movie we're talking about today, Godzilla vs. Kong, was in development back when we talked about Godzilla King of the Monsters. So is it technically a sequel if it was being made around the same time? Does it fall into that sort of like weird sort of Avengers movies world of like they're all being made simultaneously so they're not technically sequels to each other because well, I mean, they aren't made by the same wasn't people. Wasn't the Lord of the Rings filmed simultaneously? Yeah, that's right. And they're like and they're technically sequels. Technically. I would say this is a sequel. Yeah, fair enough. I would I mean, say they're not I would happening say so too. at the same time, so. No. And it has been 2 years since the last movie. So yeah. It's not like they came out right next to each other. They were supposed to. They were supposed to come out like with only a couple of months between them because Godzilla King of the Monsters was supposed to get everyone hyped up for the next soon to be released movie. <laughs> Not really. Godzilla versus Kong. I know you weren't excited for it, but still. You know what? I take back everything I said about Godzilla and King Kong uh, because, more, more so Godzilla, because I am so hyped for this movie. Oh, really? After watching the trailers of which there are two of, I'm like so on board. This is ticking all my boxes. Yeah, I've actually got to say as well, I'm pretty excited for this movie. I mean, I didn't mind the last one. It was a little bit too self-serious for my liking, but yeah. uh, overall, uh, I mean, it was a lot better than the first Godzilla movie. Not the first Godzilla movie. I mean, like the the first of this new of this. MonsterVerse Godzilla movie. Yeah, it's the MonsterVerse, right? That's, That's what they're calling it. So this is the fourth. So I mean, Godzilla vs. Kong is the fourth movie in the MonsterVerse. Of course, the first being Godzilla, which I think came out 2015. Then it was followed up by Kong Skull Island, which came out a few years later. I think it was like 2017. Then, of course, we had Godzilla King of the Monsters, which we talked about in 2019. And now, finally, here in 2021, we have Godzilla vs. Yeah, Kong. They, you reckon they should have started here? No, not started here. But, like, it's taking them so long to get to the point where we all want to see. Yeah, that's This right. is what we want. This is what... Okay, I'll speak well, for I myself. Wanted this is King what Ghidorah. I want. I want yeah. King Ghidorah, so sure. we got that in the last movie. And they've kept taking these like tiny little baby steps towards yeah. what I want to see. And it's finally, I, I don't know, we'll see when the movie comes out, but it looks like it's finally happening. Thank Christ. Well, the Marvel here. movies didn't start with the Avengers, Matty D. If they dive straight into the Avengers, is that what you would have wanted? No, I would have wanted one Godzilla movie, one King Kong movie, and then one. But Kong then we would have been Godzilla robbed movie. of, unless they did it next up, but then we would have been robbed of the whole Godzilla versus King Ghidorah experience. That yeah, you I have wanted. that. You have that as your Godzilla movie. Actually, you're right. They should have started with Godzilla versus what King happened Ghidorah. in the first Godzilla movie of this monster verse. That was nothing. You know- 
Exactly. What the two monsters that wanted to be it. in love. Get rid of it. Have Kong Skull Island. Have the King Ghidorah Business Godzilla fight with stuff. Rodan and Mothra and all that. And then go straight into a Kong vs. Godzilla movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you're actually dead on the money there. With that in mind, this is actually the 36th Godzilla movie. How wild is that? And the 12th King Kong movie. So more Godzilla movies than King Kong movies. Obviously so. I mean, Godzilla. They were pumping those movies yes. out, though. I mean, they're still making them. They're still making Godzilla. Um, yeah, we talked I mean, about we're, them. <laughs> we're talking about them right now. <laughs> we're talking about it. So, yeah, they're obviously still making them. They're always successful. So, that's why they've lasted for so long. Now, we've already discussed our histories with Godzilla and just the Godzilla franchise in the previous podcast. To so death. If you really want to hear that, we've done two episodes. We've done the original Godzilla King of the Monsters episode way back in 2019. Then we did a follow up when we went and saw the movie. So, if you really want to get into our histories and what we know about, the Godzilla franchise, you can listen to that episode. But instead here, I think we should focus more on the big man himself, or the big monkey himself, technically an ape, King Kong. Mm. So can you briefly explain to anybody who might be living under a rock who exactly Kong is? He's a big gorilla. That's correct. And yeah, he's a big gorilla. (laughs) I think that's pretty much all you need to know. He grew up in Skull Island. Yep. He then uh, traveled, as you do. You know, you get to a point where you want to yeah. see the world. You want to experience you meet women. You want to meet women. Yeah. You want to, uh, you know. Human women for some Different reason. cultures. He's like, this Skull Island, this this is cool. I like it, but I need to branch out. I need to find yeah. myself. So he goes to New York. That's correct. You know, and has a little bit of an experience there. Grows, evolves as a, as a young monkey. And dies. And dies. <laughs> yeah, so He falls course, in love. He does fall yeah, in love. That's true. Traditionally so. I think we all need to at some stage. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's shot by the airplanes. The, the tale of King Kong. So of course, the original King Kong movie came out in 1933. It was created by Marion C. Cooper and Ernest Shodstack. This is actually something we covered in a previous podcast, our, our old show, Best Movie Quest. Now, we've actually released that episode that we did originally as a bonus episode. So you can find that right now, wherever you get your podcast, just to warm you up for this episode. <laughs> Just to give you a bit more history of King Kong. Or our opinions of King Kong. Or our, yeah, exactly. Because pretty much we watched the movie and then we recorded the podcast. So it's like a That's really fresh take. Uh, yeah, reaction to the original King Kong movie. And yeah. if anyone hasn't watched that, I'd recommend it because oh, absolutely. it's a lot of fun. And it's a piece of uh, piece of history. For I thought you were going to say something else for a second there. It is a classic movie. I, I would recommend it as well for uh, not so uh, honourable reasons, let's just say that. Now, of course, there was the remake of King Kong in 1976, which I watched a lot as a kid and rewatched recently, as well as the Peter Jackson King Kong in 2005. Which was god-awful. You might have seen any god one of those. God-awful. We'll but get to our histories. We'll get to our histories. Jack Black was awesome in that movie, and I was feel he? like he does not get the credit I don't he deserves. Think so. I know how you feel. Let's but- get into your histories right now. What is your history with King Kong, Matty D? You can explain your history with Peter Jackson's King Kong along with that as what well. What can I say? I I watched the King Kong movie first when we did the Best Movie, movie Quest, Quest episode. episode. That's right. Yeah, I think I watched a remake when I was a kid. I, you know the story just through pop culture. I'm sure you watched the 76 version. Probably. That's like the only remake that existed back when you were a kid, Probably. unless you were a kid in 2005. Look, King Kong's like, it's it's so, it's everywhere, right? So everyone yeah, knows the story in some capacity. Someone like, you know, there's probably been- He's a cinema icon. Yeah. Seen the Simpsons episodes, you know. <laughs> okay. Was there a King Kong episode of the uh, Simpsons? You know, there's King Kong. You know, he climbs up the 
What what's the building he climbs up? You're asking me like I've seen it. Oh, you're talking about the actual movie, yeah. Empire State Building. Yeah, that's it. Everyone yeah, okay, knows that. Yeah. That's okay. I thought you're talking about The Simpsons still. <laughs> so that's your whole history with King Kong. How many King Kong movies would you say you've seen overall? Properly? Yeah. One. One. Yeah. Okay. So you're not counting that remake you watched. Okay, there we go. I haven't watched Skull Island. No. Well. Oh wait, no. Sorry. I, I also. But you watched, did watch Skull Island, but you forgot watched, that you saw it. I watched um, Peter Jackson, the Peter Jackson one. Okay. Yeah. And what were your opinions on that? Terrible. It was terrible. But again, Jack Black was great in it. Did you see it in the cinemas? Like yes, I did. I, did. I okay, saw it in the cinemas. Because you're and a big I, Lord of the Rings fan, so you wanted to support Peter Jackson. I in did. His I journey. did want to support Peter Jackson. I, you know, I was high on Lord of the Rings. I was like, this guy can do no wrong. The video game of King Kong is also a lot of fun. Oh, that's right. The one that came out alongside the film. I had that as well. It was actually an amazing game. It's a terrible game. <laughs> I had a good time with it. All right. You know, more I did fun too. than the, with the movie. We'll I get did into too, it. But uh, so yeah, you have seen Kong two. Skull Island. You have seen it. I know because I just listened to the episode where you said, if you listen to the Godzilla King of the Monsters mm. episode, you said that you did watch Kong Skull Island oh, in the okay. cinemas and you forgot everything that was in it. Well, there you go. You said I, it was I, a forgettable I'm movie. just forgetting more and more about it. So you know, it'll be like, there was a Kong Skull Island? Yeah. What? Pretty much. Yeah, well, that was obviously bad. I was actually going to rewatch it for this episode, but I completely forgot. Yeah, why bother? <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's important. I don't no. even know if it's the same... That's Kong? the thing. Like, they're making these movies and sort of selling it like, oh, you need to watch these movies. Do you really? Do you really no. need to watch these movies to know no. that a giant lizard is fighting a giant monkey? Which, by no. the way, I'm all for, but ape. like an ape, sorry. Yeah. I want to get that. You don't clear. want to offend our ape audience out there. No. Well, what, what, what is your history with, uh, with the OG, with the granddaddy of monsters? Well, quite like you, I did explore in depth that original 1933 King Kong movie back in Best Movie Quest, but that wasn't the first time that I'd seen it. I did see it as a younger man, or at least bits and pieces of it as a younger man. And uh, I think I enjoyed it quite a fair bit because I was massively obsessed with King Kong. And I think when I was roughly the same age as when I first watched that movie, I went to Universal Studios over in uh, California. And on the Backlot Tour, which is pretty much something that you do when you first come into the theme park, essentially, they had a giant King Kong on that ride who comes up and like shakes your tram around. That's cool. And uh, harasses a bridge. And so I was just like... <laughs> I just think from that moment, just from that moment onwards, I was just really into the whole idea behind King Kong. And I've since seen every single King Kong movie. Last year, I did a deep dive and watched every single King Kong movie. I was trying to do it sort of in preparation for this episode. I didn't realize that the movie would keep getting pushed back again Uh. and again. We're finally here, folks. It's coming out very soon. So um, I imagine, because you're also a, a little bit of a Godzilla fan yeah, as well. Right. Like you've watched a lot of Godzilla movies. That's so I imagine right. you've like nailed the formula of what is a King Kong movie. That's right. And what is a Godzilla movie. Absolutely. Fantastic. I'm just going to hitch myself to your wagon here and we'll predict this, this Yeah, because this episode we're actually predicting the movie together. We're teaming up for a change. But yes, yeah, so there is actually a sequel to the original 1933 King Kong movie. It's called Son of Kong. There's a much smaller giant gorilla in that who's white. <laughs> right, okay. And that movie, again, is hilarious. I'd recommend everybody watch that. There's a scene where he fights a bear and it goes on for an incredibly long time. Absolutely hilarious. And at the end, unfortunately, he does die as well, quite like his dad. Of course. So I did feel bad for the little gorilla because this one has more emotion than his dad does. Right. And then, of course, we had King Kong versus Godzilla, the classic. I think it came out in 1962. And that was huge, right? That yeah, was that was like huge. A big, big deal that these two iconic figures yeah. were fighting so- each other. Toho Pictures, well, Tojo Studios actually licensed the King Kong character from RKO back in 1962. So they were able to make two King Kong movies. So they had Godzilla versus King Kong. And I think it was called King Kong Escapes, if I'm not mistaken, where there's a robot King Kong who's used to mine. Is that mega? No, I'm thinking of Godzilla's robot. Yeah, it's just called... 
King Kong, Cyber King Kong. I can't remember what it's called. I, right. I watched the movie last year, but I barely remember it. And then King Kong versus Godzilla. I watched that as a kid. It involves a pharmaceutical company getting King Kong for some reason. Those evil pharmaceutical companies. They're trying to go to Skull Island to collect berries. Right. That, to turn into drugs, but instead they find King Kong and they're like, oh, well, this is even better than drugs. We just have a giant <laughs> gorilla now. Yeah, why not? And, of course, there was the 1976 remake which uh, and, a, and a sequel where Godzilla has a heart transplant. But, yeah, that, that remake Why? was incredibly violent. Well, he was shot to death, essentially, oh. in the 76 version. Oh, so then it's like ten years a later, sequel almost. Ten years later, we realise that he's alive on life support and they make an artificial heart and give it to him. And then he goes off and bangs another giant gorilla and they have a child. Okay. That was, well, that, that is the circle of that life. That was King Kong Returns, I believe. <laughs> And uh, there was a couple of animated movies, which right. I watched, and they were awful. Okay. Just like cartoon King Kong movies, all unwatchable. And then, of course, we had the 2005 Peter Jackson remake. Saw it in cinemas. Fucking awful. So boring. I so hated that slow, movie. Why so was it so long. slow? I was like, oh, my God. Oh. You kind of get fatigued watching that movie. Absolutely. Just because everything is so drawn out. and. This is what happens when like a great director is like on a high and gets yeah. a lot of money thrown at him. They just become too indulgent, and that was yes. just uh, that's a perfect example of it. Yes, exactly. So yeah. I think that was an absolute failure of a movie. People love that movie, I but mean, I just don't see it myself. And they didn't do anything different to it. They just were more pretentious with, with, with the story. We all know. So since you've watched all the King Kongs, what do you think is the best one? Uh, the one that I think is the best. Oh Jesus! They all sort of have their pros and cons. Um, I would probably say the original 33 version just because I get the most enjoyment out of that one. And it's the You think the it's the one. best one? Yeah, objectively speaking. I wouldn't say the 70s one is the best because it has its own flaws. It's a modern day remake and it's kind of kind of strange. It's not a bad movie, but it, I wouldn't say it's as good as the original. Now, as well, I was also into Mighty Joe Young as well. Do you remember Mighty Joe Young? Who's that? Mighty Joe Young is another giant gorilla. Really? Yeah, there's, there's two? There's two Mighty Joe Young movies. One came out in 1949. And one came out in 1998. I saw it in cinemas as a young man. Loved it because I loved King Kong. Uh, it was Charlie's Theron. She was uh, buddies with a giant gorilla. Now, he's not as big as King Kong. He's only slightly larger than your average gorilla. But he runs around and causes mayhem in California. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a Dwayne Johnson movie called Rampage? Was yeah, it's based it? on a video game. Ah, where there's that's a, a giant, giant white gorilla in that as well, but also a giant lizard as well. And a werewolf. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I said, it's based on a video game. Now, you may say, hang on, Mighty Joe Young, giant gorilla running around causing chaos in the US, came from an island. That sounds exactly like King Kong. Did they just rip off it King does. Kong for that? It was actually written by Marion C. Cooper, who wrote King Kong, and it was directed by Ernest Schoedstack, who directed the original King Kong movie. So it was just them going back to the well and doing the same idea again. But just slapping a different name on it. Absolutely. So they ripped themselves off, essentially. Okay. Well, it's like, why? It's like, oh, here's this iconic name that everyone knows. Let's just do the same story and call it something else. Yeah, pretty much exactly. Very Fair lazy. Enough. But Fair enough. if you watch any of their movies, it's basically all of them is just like stop motion giant apes. That's it. That's the whole Marion C. Cooper back catalogue. Well, if you're good at something. Well, it made so much money. It made so much money, that original King Kong movie. They're like, well, this is what we're doing now. So before we dive into Godzilla versus Kong, let's talk about the OG King Kong versus Godzilla, the 1962 movie. I just want to point out that this movie is not going to be a direct remake of that original 1962 movie. I think in our Godzilla King of the Monsters episode, we said it was going to be a direct remake, but obviously it's not. Well, it can't be, There's right? Nothing it's in following the following its own story. Yeah, it's following its own storyline. There's nothing in the trailer to suggest that they're going to be fighting giant octopus or uh, 
getting pharmaceuticals, stealing berries from natives in this movie. They might, I think they might reference it, but there's, I don't think the plot is going to be exactly the same. So in that original King Kong versus Godzilla movie, Godzilla is still a threat in the Godzilla universe. So yep. it was the third movie in the Godzilla series. So the first two movies, Godzilla was a baddie. And essentially in the second one, he fought another monster. They were both baddies. And I think Godzilla won out. He was fighting like Baragon or Baragon or something like that. <laughs> and in the third movie, yes, Godzilla's still a threat. So they bring in King Kong to fight Godzilla because yeah, he's still a threat to the Japanese people. This was before he became the hero of the Godzilla movies. Right. Okay. So King Kong is the good guy. Yes. And Godzilla is the bad guy. Essentially, yes. Sort of. And in that movie, King Kong essentially defeats Godzilla. He doesn't kill him. He knocks him out and leaves him at the bottom of the ocean. And then Kong like swims back to Skull Island at the end of the movie. And there was actually a persistent rumor for years. Back in the 60s, a newspaper reported that in the Japanese version, Godzilla wins. And then in the US Ah. version, Kong wins. I mean, there's no real way of verifying that myth is there until, you know, you get to modern day and you can finally watch the Japanese version and you can watch the American version back to back. But back then, audiences believed for ages that in Japan... There Godzilla was two wins. versions. Yeah, so it was essentially, to a lot of audiences at the time, it was like US versus Japan. There is a little bit of that in there. Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. But yes, in the original Japanese movie, King Kong does win. And I believe that was a licensing agreement rather than like a a creative choice because obviously they paid money to use the character. They're borrowing the character from RKO. So obviously they don't want to make the character look bad or have him killed. So obviously King Kong. And it was probably part of the deal of getting the character in the first place. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I believe anyway. So I pretty much think that's all we really need to know about King Kong versus Godzilla. So we should get straight into what we know about Godzilla versus Kong. So what do do we know about the movie so far? So there's two trailers uh, for this movie. One slightly smaller and shorter than the other. But essentially what we see in these trailers is Kong is being called in to help either with Godzilla or something else. We see him being taken in a boat. He's, He's unconscious. And eventually he bumps into Godzilla and they have a fight. Yep. Um, they seem to have several fights. They, we see them fight in the city. We see Kong in presumably Skull Island fighting some dinosaurs. Some monsters. We see Millie Bobby Brown is in this movie chasing down Godzilla. We see there's a small girl who has a connection with King Kong. She can talk yep. to him. That Was that established in Skull Island? It wasn't, right? No. Well, obviously this little girl wasn't alive in the 70s, Matty D. In Skull Island, yeah. I'm talking about the King Kong Yeah, movie. which was set in the 70s, as well, the, we talked about Kong, in depth in the last episode. Yeah, the King Kong So how would this little movie. girl be alive in the 70s? Oh, yeah, because it was based on the 70s. Sorry, I just caught up with you there. <laughs> Glad you're listening. <laughs> He's you listening to the podcast like in 70s, real time. A 70s movie. Yeah, other than that, it's just a lot of action shots, really, is what yeah. we're seeing. We just want to see these two monsters, these two kaijus. Well, they're not called that officially, but these two mutos duke it out. Now, there is a bio on IMDb, which is just pretty much two titans going at each other is kind of the... I do have an official that. description and there's one on Wikipedia, from uh, which... Legendary Pictures and Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. What Would is that? Would you like to hear it right yeah, now? Yeah. So it says, Legends collide in Godzilla vs. Kong as these mythic adversaries meet in a spectacular battle for the ages with the fate of the world hanging in the balance. Kong and his protectors undertake a perilous journey to find his true home and with them is Gia, a young orphan girl with whom he has formed a unique and powerful bond. But they unexpectedly find themselves in the path of an enraged Godzilla cutting a swath of destruction across the globe. The epic clash between the two titans, instigated by unseen forces, oh, spoilers there, is only the beginning of the mystery that lies deep within the core of the Earth, the hollow Earth, as they established in the last movie. Mm. And as I said, that was from Legendary Pictures and Warner Brothers. Yeah, there's a lot of hints that 
these two monsters are being set up to fight by a third party. Let them fight, yes. That is profiting from them or yes. something. Yes, Who knows? I'm with you there. But I There's guess a lot we'll, of hints for that. We'll have and, to discuss that. But that's, they are that's exactly. always the we'll case. We'll find right? out. There's always like a shady dance corporation-esque yes. <laughs> like company, Eco corporation terrorists. that is, and they're usually human and they're the bad guys. Um, that's correct. Which is why I, where I see this movie going because I can't imagine they would say, I mean, they did that in Alien vs. Predator. They were like, one one is the yeah, bad guy. Like and the like Wayland, Freddy, Wayland Freddy vs. Jason as well. Like Jason yep. was more of the hero than Freddy was-ish. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, which is, they might go in that direction. But I definitely think there's going to be like a business organization that are like, hey, 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 yes. we don't care who dies. And I know exactly who they are, Matty D. <laughs> really? So that's going to help us out a lot. Good. I did frame by frame in the trailer. I broke everything down. So yeah, we'll see all about that. Now, one thing that the director has said about this movie that has gotten me pretty excited and pretty sort of optimistic about the movie is that he said that this movie is going to be a lot more lighthearted than Godzilla King of the Monsters. Great. So they're not going to be as serious about the whole thing. They're, they've tried to have more fun with it. That it's more is sort of what comic. you should have done from the beginning. Absolutely. That was one of the things I fucking hated about those previous movies was that they are so self-serious. The only one that wasn't really like that from my understanding was Kong Skull Island. But I, unfortunately, I haven't seen that movie. I'm going to have to watch it one of these days. Otherwise, I'm just going to look like an idiot every podcast we do. But yeah, that Godzilla King of the Monsters, while I enjoyed the fighting, all the dialogue with all the useless characters in between the scenes was just so painful. And that whole, with the exception like, of the grisly situation, of course. <laughs> and the whole, like, she is... But like, that was played for the- melodrama. We're supposed to be shedding a tear, not crying with laughter, but shedding well, a tear back. during grisly situations. The, the king of he's the grisly back. situation is back. Yeah, we'll talk he's about it in here. a sec. And that grisly situation thing, and if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, listen to our previous episode on yeah, Godzilla. But too. hopefully that makes a comeback in some capacity. I'm hoping so. <laughs> we should He's, predict he that wears be in the a movie. bear suit the entire <laughs> entire time movie. So what were you saying about this movie though? But yes, um, it's looking like they're just going back to these are two monsters fighting each other. Let's have fun with it. Yes, we Run can only it. hope. Oh, that's what I was saying. I was going to talk about the wife and how they had that stupid plot of oh, in uh, Godzilla King she, of the Monsters. She's like, and like you don't have to have your characters justifying themselves with some ludicrous. We need to make the world a better place by like killing half the population. I'm sick of that. Yes. Like, get over it. Like, no one is going to a Godzilla movie to hear this stuff. It wasn't good in Avengers Endgame or I, Infinity I kind of liked it in Avengers Endgame. But oh, okay, so it's it acceptable just, it, there, but yeah, nowhere else. But, like, it just got too much. Like, she was just like, "Oh no, I need to." This was Vera release Formiga's the character. monsters and you know wipe the planet to save environment and blah 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 blah. It's like, where's Godzilla? Yeah, exactly. What about Godzilla? <laughs> what about Godzilla? But yes, it's looking like there's going to be less of that. Yes. Thank God. Thank God. It, we, it should be a good time then. I'm pumped. That's the case. Watching this trailer, I'm super hyped. I'm super excited. It feeds that. If it's just more fun, then how can you go wrong? Yeah. So who cares if the movie's shit? If it's just having fun while One it's thing going fighting it? another thing. Yeah. It's pro wrestling. Exactly. Now, another thing we should point out as well is that Godzilla is uncharacteristically pissed off and destructive in this movie. So, obviously, as we've heard through their little plot description that Legendary gave us there and through watching the trailers, we know that something is wrong with Godzilla. He's being manipulated in some way to act erratically, So, which mm. is why they're bringing Kong. I think that is important to the overall plot. But it is important to point out that Godzilla is basically the hero of the other movies. So, he's, as they established in the previous movie, King of the Monsters, it's in the title, yes. he is basically there as a force, a benevolent force that sort of keeps the other monsters in check, keeps them in line, stops them from causing too much destruction and havoc around the world. 
And then you've got your outliers like King Ghidorah and Rodan who are just going around going crazy and it's up to Godzilla to stop them. This is something that they established in the, the original Godzilla movies as he well. He keeps them in check. He's a force of nature. That's right. I mean, he doesn't care about the well-being of humanity, but he is a force that does allow humanity to prevail. That's correct. So, like I said, this is why it's unusual for Godzilla to be acting in this manner in this movie. Unless someone's pulling the strings. Absolutely. I definitely think they are. So, let's talk about who's in this movie. Let's do and it. we'll talk about the most important characters first because, you know, it's a Godzilla movie. So, we're going to talk about which monsters are in the movie, which monsters have been confirmed to be in the movie and then ones who are actually rumoured to be in the movie. I guess we can get into it when we talk about the plot, but we know Godzilla's going to be in the movie. Yeah. A sneaking suspicion that and he might be. Godzilla is being played, of course, by Godzilla. <laughs> the same can be said for Kong. Kong I'm is going to be in the movie. I'm glad Godzilla's getting some gigs now. Yeah. Getting some acting jobs, you know. Yeah. It's been a while. He's going to be up there with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. They're going to be starring Soon. in movies together. Soon. Fingers crossed. So yeah, we know that Kong's in the movie. I don't think this is the same Kong that we saw in Kong Skull Island, just because he would be really old. And I don't think gorillas live that long. But, I don't know the lifespan of giant gorillas. But he's like, he's a he's a supernatural being, like he's a Kong, right? So he could live... I'm presuming... Hundreds of years. I'm presuming that they've always had giant gorillas on Skull Island, and he's just the current generation. That's my assumption. So yeah. he's essentially son of Kong. Well, on Skull Island, there's like dinosaurs and things. Yeah, that's So right. I just thought he was like a prehistoric... Creature, and because this island had never been tapped by humanity, they've just existed. So, so in the trailer, this is what leads me to believe that this is the case. He comes across signs of previous giant gorillas being around. A handprint, right? So he finds a giant handprint, which he obviously has never seen before. He identifies it as one of his own kind. He also comes across a giant axe, which we'll discuss soon. Well, which seems to be an ancient weapon. I guess we'll go into it later, but I didn't think that was Skull Island. I thought that was yeah, that was one hundred percent. Because is, isn't the whole thing like they're finding his homeland? Uh, I didn't see any indication of that at all. Wasn't that in the summary you read? Uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> there it is. His protectors undertake a perilous journey to find his true home. Perilous journey, yes. Oh, I'm an idiot. I completely missed that. Yeah, so maybe he's finding... Okay, yep. So obviously where there's evidence from. of where his, you people, know, his, where his, his father from. was from. Mm. presumably so, and then what weapons they used in the past to fight the giant monsters as well. Mm. Yeah, there we go. I didn't maybe. even consider that. So maybe he wasn't originally from Skull Island, but then how, how did it, he, does that mean he is the same Kong the whole time? Maybe. We need to do, we need to agree on this. Well, okay, we'll get into it, but I guess we're talking about the cast at the moment. So yeah, there's we'll, our, two we'll guys, our two guys, well, our two leads. Typically when we work together, we sort of break down what we think the character's impact in the movie is going to be overall, just to save us time. Mm. And this movie does have a lot of characters, so yeah. So Kong's overall impact on the movie, we know that he's going to fight against Godzilla. We know that he's going to go to his homeland now, which was news to me, apparently. That throws a spanner in the works of my movie. I feel he's going to be more the hero of this movie. Absolutely. Well, let's just spoil it now. We know that Godzilla and King Kong are going to team up to fight a big evil in this movie. Yes. One of them isn't going to die. They're going to team up to fight another enemy. Let's just get that on the table right now. So he's going to be, at the start, our force of good. Godzilla is going to be the force of evil at the start of the movie until the real bad guy is revealed. And I think I know who it is. On Skull Island, we've got the return of Skull Crawlers, which were monsters from Kong Skull Island. They also appeared in the original King Kong movie. They're basically giant lizards with sort of like a protruding skull for a head with really sharp jaws. They have two legs, long tail, huge alligator-like maw, and they okay. just run around causing destruction. They appeared in that pit scene. If you remember in the original movie... Do you remember when everyone was falling down the pit? That was such a good scene. 
And then there yes. was, and then there was sort of like there was a bit where uh, Jack Driscoll was hiding from like this two armed monster, which was crawling up a vine, and he just cut the vine, and the monster fell down. That was a skull crawler, right? And from what I understand, they're a big threat in Kong Skull Island, and Kong fights them. They're coming back in this movie, so obviously we're going to see them on Skull Island when we go there. We also have a new monster, which is called Warbat. This is another monster. We're going to see several of them on Skull Island as well. We saw well. them on the trailer, I think, They're in well. the trailer. They're flying serpents of some kind. We cool. see King Kong, like, swinging them around and bashing them cool. into each other. And another monster that is rumoured to be in the movie, may not technically be a monster, it may be a creation of mankind, is Mechagodzilla. One of my favorite Godzilla characters of all time. I would be so happy if oh, Godzilla is in this movie. I would be over Now, the moon. I don't think it is. I 100% don't, think it you is. You think it's going to be in there? 100% think that Mechagodzilla no. is going to be in the movie because I think I saw him in the trailer. Yeah, we were talking off air because there's a scene in the trailer where we see a robot of some description. Yeah, that's right, with glowing but That doesn't eyes. look like, that looks more in human form rather than Godzilla form. But maybe well, it, it's, it's hard to tell. It's like rubble's it's falling not. down. And it looks but a man, lot like if Mechagodzilla's in this movie. It looks movie, a lot like Mechagodzilla's face. Oh, would so, love that. Yeah, this is just a rumor, by the way. This has just been a long rumor that Mechagodzilla is going to be in the movie. Well, and every, then every when Godzilla the trailer movie came out, make... everyone's just like, "Well, there he is. That's yeah. clearly him in the trailer." Every Godzilla movie that comes out, everybody sort of comes in and goes, "Oh, is Mechagodzilla going to be in this movie?" Yeah. Like that's just a fan favorite. Mechagodzilla had a cameo in Ready Player One, and I was so excited. They played his theme music and everything. It was great. So if he's in this movie, oh, movie of the year for me. <laughs> if he is in this movie, oh man, I will be so happy. Like it's going to be in my top five of 2021 if that's going to be the case. So yeah, fingers crossed. We'll get into why I think Mechagodzilla's in the movie, but fingers crossed he's into it. So now let's get into the characters that nobody cares about, the human characters. Yeah. There, there's so oh, many. Come there's on. so you, many. You want to hear their like character interactions. And, yeah, that's you know, my favorite part of any Godzilla They're talking about the monsters. Yeah. Oh, they've introduced even more characters than they introduced in the last movie. And in that last movie, we knew from watching it, they would just introduce characters and then they would die in the next scene. So they didn't matter at all. So I think we know who the important characters are. And I sort of boiled them down here. Playing the character of Nathan Lind, who is a new character in this universe, is Alexander Skarsgård. Now, if you're not familiar with with Alexander Skarsgård, of course. You might know his more successful uh, father, Stellan Skarsgård, and his brother, the other Skarsgård, who was It <laughs> in It. Pennywise, the dancing clown in It. But uh, uh, Alexander Skarsgård himself was uh, Tarzan in The Legend of Tarzan, if you remember that movie, the one with Christoph Waltz. Tarzan. Nope, nobody remembers that nope. movie. It was terrible. And he was also recently in the new version of The Stand as Randall Flagg, who was oh, the really? bad guy. Cool. The almost unwatchable The Stand. Not good. Not good at all. I couldn't finish it. <laughs> Next up, returning as Madison Russell from the previous movie is Millie Bobby Brown. She's back. Who we've discussed already. We've talked about her in this show already, of course, in Godzilla King of the Monsters, as well as Enola Holmes. So, Matty D has confided in me that he doesn't like Millie Bobby Brown, and I don't know why. What did she ever do to you, Matty D, aside from Godzilla King of the Monsters? She wrote some bad comments on the episode's page. Oh, did she? Uh, that was her, was it? That was her, yeah. Okay, so, um, no, really- Gave what, us one, one star. Really, what is it that you don't like about her? I mean, I, I'm quite a big fan of hers. I've watched every episode of Stranger Things. I yeah, she's good in Stranger Things. Didn't mind Enola Holmes. Actually, I did love Enola Holmes, but it wasn't I terrible. I have seen Enola Holmes. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. She just kind of irritates me. Okay. Was it <laughs> just in Godzilla King of the Monsters? Is that the only thing no, you've seen with her in it? I, what else have you seen I her in? Don't, I don't... I feel bad saying it because, like, she is a child, but I've seen interviews with her, um, like, when she goes on the late night shows and stuff like that, and I just find her really annoying. And now yeah. I watch movies she with her in it. She does seem to be it. very quirky. And really... 
arrogant, I would say. Okay. But every I, time I can't I say I've see, seen too much of her outside of acting. Every time I see acting. her, now I see that person, so right. I'm like, ugh. Right, okay. I can't say I've seen too much of her outside of her acting. I don't watch her interviews and stuff. I just mm. watch her in stuff. So, to me, she's just 11 from Stranger Things. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, another new character. I, I believe this is a new character. The character of Eileen Andrews, who is obviously running around on Skull Island, presumably, with Nathan Lind, is Rebecca Hall. Now, I'm not really familiar with Rebecca Hall at all. I know she was in Iron Man 3 and Transcendence and the BFG. They're three movies that I've seen. <laughs> the BFG. But I couldn't tell Great. you who she was in any of those movies. So, yeah. Apparently, she's going to be... What's her impact in the movie? I forgot to say, oh, I'm all over the place now. So, I think she is the adopted mother of Gia. From what I understand in the trailer, we see that they have some sort of relationship, some sort of mother-daughter relationship. Well, she saved this little girl, right? Yeah, that's That's right. what we're to believe. Yeah, that's that's what I understand. So, so her parents she, were yeah. killed, and then it looks like Eileen took her in. So, Gia is the little girl who can communicate with Kong. Look, I think there's going to be the friends of Godzilla and the friends of King Kong. Yeah. And these are the friends of King Kong. Well, let's roll it back and talk about Nathan Lind as well. So, we know that Nathan and Eileen are together for most of the movie. Uh-huh. So, they obviously work together in some capacity. We know that Nathan Lind is a geologist who works closely with Kong. Yeah. What exactly that means, I'm not sure. So, is he a King Kong expert? He <laughs> studies King Kong. I is mean, he, there was that, he, right? Is he there an was, expert on Skull Island? They, I mean, all these guys are scientists, right? Like, everybody is yeah. a, a fucking scientist. Well, he's a geologist. I can't say that all geologists are scientists at least the ones that i know (laughs) yeah so i I think i think whatever this guy is i think he is responsible for getting kong transported i think yeah i'm just gonna say we don't know this for sure i'm just gonna say he's an expert on skull island and they're through extrapolation expert on kong yeah done yeah that makes sense and then eileen obviously she's there on skull island as well because she lives with gia I guess she's also an expert on the island. And then when, of course, Gia's whole... I'm presuming her whole tribe were wiped out by bad monsters, either war bats or skull crawlers. She was the only survivor. I think... Oh, Kong rescued her. There you go. There you go. Kong rescued her from certain death. And then, obviously, they started that bond. And then Eileen came along and found this girl living in the wild, presumably with Kong. And was just like, oh, no, it's all right. You can live with me. I'll give you food and new clothes and all mm. that sort of stuff. Mm. And they sort of formed a mother-daughter relationship. And maybe then Nathan she, Lind is there. Maybe she fell over in the zoo and, like, landed there in King <sighs> Kong. Fell into the enclosure. Yeah. <laughs> And no one was there to shoot him. Actually, like, funnily enough, I think it's going to be a very similar thing that'll happen. Yeah. Like, she'll be alone with the gorilla, the gorilla, the Kong. That's how they form their connection. And we understand as well that Gia communicates to Kong through sign language. So, Mm. So Kong understand sign language. Now, something we spoke about in the episode on King Kong, no, the episode on Godzilla, sorry, um, our original one, you were talking about how there was usually somebody who could communicate with Godzilla telepathically. That's right. Uh, which I thought was a really interesting idea that they never explored. But I think this is as close as you're going to get is going to be yes. this girl's, oh, uh, Gia's relationship with King Kong. Yep. It's going to be on a different level. No one will understand it. But she'll like use sign language and King Kong will, you know. Yeah. Well, he has a similar relationship. King Kong presumably has a similar relationship with Gia that he does with, say, presumably like Fay Ray's character mm. from the original movie. They just have this connection. This bond, yeah. Because they're, except it's not going to be like a romantic yeah, thing because she's a little girl. We so know it's apes a friendship. can do sign language, right? Absolutely. There was that famous ape that could yeah, sign Coco. with, uh, yeah, Coco can do it with Robin Williams. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's 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 talk about the rest of the characters before we delve into the plot anymore. So, playing the character of Bernie Hayes, who I'm not sure how he's going to come into the plot at all. I have a few theories, but yeah, whoever he is, he's being played by Brian Tyree Henry. Again, I'm not familiar with him, but we've seen him before in The Joker. I believe he who played was he in the... the Joker? Uh, 
I believe he played the guy with the files on the Joker's mum. Ah, the right. Joker stole. I believe that was him. And he was also in the remake of Child's Play, which came out recently. Cool. The one where Mark Hamill voiced Chucky <laughs> and it, nobody liked it. Next up, playing Ren, interestingly enough, playing Ren Serizawa. Wonder who he could be related to mm. is Shun Oguri. He's a Japanese actor. I'm not familiar with anything that he's done, but I wonder if he might be the son of a certain Maybe. Godzilla-loving man. Maybe. We need somebody to keep asking, what about Godzilla? Exactly. And he might be our guy. Yeah, maybe he's sort of like more apprehensive than his father was. Maybe what he was about just like, Godzilla? If it wasn't for Godzilla, I'd still have a dad. And Kong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe he's a bit more apprehensive, yeah, but I'm presuming. I mean, yeah, that's true. Because uh, Ken Watanabe sacrificed himself. To save Godzilla. To save Godzilla. So does that mean this guy might hate Godzilla or respect him or respect he, his he father's sacrifice? Him. Yeah, I think he understands his father's love for Godzilla. So his name is Ren. That's going to be a lot easier than saying Serizawa the whole time. Mm. Tell me about it. But yeah, this Ren character, I'm presuming that he comes into Monarch to be their eventual successor because obviously Monarch doesn't have a successor at the moment. Uh, we're presuming that Ken Watanabe was the, the leader of Monarch. We couldn't decide in the last movie, but yeah, let's just say he is. And so he's going to be the eventual successor. So he has to come in and fill his dad's shoes. That's pretty much all I know about this character. Mm. We can decide how he fits into the plot as we go through it. Uh, and now playing the character of Maya Simmons is... Of course, Isaac Gonzalez, Madam M herself. <laughs> We're talking about her again, who is apparently a very smart woman behind a company. Ooh, hey, I wonder what that could be. A very smart woman behind a shady organization that wants to pit uh, monsters to fight each other yes. and sell tickets to it. And exactly. then they're like creating an event, you know. Maybe. Could we have a maybe. villain here? Definitely. I Definitely. mean, looking at the cast list... She kind of stands out to me. Unless it's know. Millie Bobby Brown, I can guarantee you that Isaac Maybe Gonzalez Millie is the, Bobby Brown is the, is the bad girl. So, of course, we've talked about Isaac Gonzalez before in Hobbs and Shaw, where she played the famous Madam M. Yep. And she was also in Bloodshot as well, where she played, weirdly enough, Bloodshot's love interest. It was very confusing. We thought she was going to be the villain. Yeah. <laughs> but she was actually the love interest. Who would have thought that they were that uncreative? <laughs> So I'm just going to call her Madam M through the whole movie because okay. I think we need sure. to. Sure, sure. So What's her actual name? Does she have one? Maya Simmons. Maya Simmons. So her name starts with M. Madam M works. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So right. next up, playing the character of Josh Valentine, who I believe is buddies with Madison in this movie, is Julian Dennison. <laughs> I've just written down here that he's the fat kid from Deadpool 2, but currently- Oh, okay. The guy that has the fire, right? That's right. That's him. And he's also in those ads. I was just about to say, you could totally those, uh, see him in subway ads. Where he's just was like, he subway ads? I thought he did uh, an ad for a deodorant, like Lynx, right? I don't know. I haven't seen that. But the one I keep seeing is the subway ad where they're doing the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme, where it's like, now this is a story all about how fast food got turned upside down. <laughs> and it's terrible. I always can't skip it fast Look, enough. I like this kid. He'll be great. Yeah, I'm sure he will be too. But yeah, I'm just sick of seeing those ads. <laughs> So Josh Valentine, obviously he's going to be some sort of love interest. I'm just going to say buddies. Love interest. Yeah, love interest for Madison, Millie Bobby Brown's character. Yeah, maybe. They're going to have a somewhat antagonistic relationship where she sort of like finds him annoying, but he's enamored with her. Mm -hmm. That's just going to be my presumption. I don't know if you agree. I kind of thought he, he was going to be more of a comic relief character, yeah, but I suppose yeah, he can still be that. Yeah, of course. He'll be the doofy. Absolutely. And last and certainly least, returning certainly as, least. is returning as Dr. Mark Russell, the grisly situation man himself, is Kyle Chandler, one of your least favourite actors in the universe. How how can you be so disrespectful to this man? Um, I That's was you. so happy. That's you. So happy to see him here. Um, really? 
<laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? Yes, I am. I am happy to see him. Is it just because he might put on a bear suit again? Is That's that the what I'm reason? hanging for. So, of course, the only movie we've covered him in before is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. And Matty D said he was the worst actor in that entire movie. Yeah, he was. He didn't bother me that much, but he, he was. certainly wasn't great. <laughs> and he's bringing it back for this movie. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he's I'm just hoping sidelined. it's a smaller role. Yeah. I kind of feel like he's kind of been pushed out. Like he's not going to be doing a lot. Die! I guarantee he'll okay, die. Okay, yeah, because the mum died in the last movie. Guarantee. Are we going to make Millie Bobby Brown an orphan? I mean, no one cares about this guy. No one cares about this character. So yeah, he's definitely food for worms yeah. or food for giant lizards. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? He's going to get stomped on at some point. I hope he yeah, has a really so humiliating Just death. to remind everybody. He dies in the bear suit. <laughs> he gets killed by a bear be like, while in a bear suit. He's dying words were, uh, it was a grisly situation. Yeah, he's going to die. Adds for adds Madison some depth, you know what I mean? Adds yeah. depth to Madison's character. You know, she Gives can her a chance to have a that. single tear rolling down her cheek yep, so and become she can, an orphan. She can walk off with an Oscar. You know? Yeah, exactly. Because this movie is going to sweep the Oscars. Big time. Just to remind everybody, Dr. Mark Russell was an expert on animal, animal behavior. Animal sounds. Not animal sounds, animal yeah. behavior. Oh, okay. You're confusing him with his uh, ex-wife. Who, his wife was who the sonar the person. Orca, who, which is a device which they use yeah. to communicate with so, the monsters. Yeah, he was an animal doctor. I wonder if that's going to be important in this movie in some way. Hmm. Maybe. Hmm. If you can use that to manipulate monsters in some way. Hmm. Jeez, I wonder. That's kind of what they did in King of the Monsters. So. Yeah. Yeah. Of I mean, course. if we're following up? a narrative, then yeah. that's obviously where they're going. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Now, before we really get into it, no, we've sort of already gotten into it, yeah. but I just think as well, we should just briefly go over what we've seen in the trailer and sort of try and connect that to what's going to happen in the overall movie. And then by the end of running through that, we should have an idea of what the overall plot is. Correct? Yes. And then we'll just sort of summarize what we've got so far. So we're breaking down the trailer. And we'll have our Godzilla versus Kong plot. We will predict the movie. I feel really confident about it. I think I think we got a good shot at this. Yeah, me too. All right. So what our, we see. Our history of predicting Godzilla movies aside. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I feel more confident about this one than well, I did the last grown. one. Well, we've grown. Yeah. We're, we're and we know what's going to happen in this series. And now. we're working together as well. Absolutely. As I sort of surmise, as a lot of people theorised, the trailer starts with what looks like what could be Mechagodzilla destroying a city, causing destruction in a city. So that leads me straight away to believe that Mechagodzilla is going to be the big bad guy in the movie. It's either Mechagodzilla or it's a robot that the humans create to fend off Godzilla and or Kong. And the only one that's been done in the Godzilla universe is Mechagodzilla. Mechagodzilla. Let's ignore Robot King Kong because he didn't do... (laughs) Could be Robot King Kong. He didn't fight Godzilla, so... So this this robot, this thing, whatever it turns out to be. It's definitely Mechagodzilla. <sighs> right, I'll go with you. It's Mechagodzilla. It'll go rogue, it'll be bad, and then Godzilla and King Kong will team up to defeat it. Well, Mechagodzilla mm. traditionally is piloted by people. So if the people are bad, then obviously they're going to be doing nefarious yeah. things. It's like Pacific Rim, right? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. So another thing we see is Kong being transported on a boat, what looks like a big aircraft carrier. He's chained up while Maya Simmons, I'm sorry, Madam M, watches nefariously from a helicopter. So we know that she's involved with transporting Kong to fight Godzilla in some way. Uh, I have a few theories on why. So, yeah, he's either being transported to fight Godzilla or he's being transported to somewhere else, possibly yeah. his homeland, and Godzilla interrupts That's right. the transit. Correct. And Godzilla's got his cranky pants on. Yeah, absolutely. He had, he was having a sleep. He had yeah. a big night the da- night before, and he got woken up early. He was having a sleep in. It's his Sunday, and you know Godzilla yeah. has a rigorous work schedule. You his know. son Godzilla Junior, aka Godzuki, was, woke him uh, up all, him off. kept him up all night. He yeah. just wants he just wants to catch those Z's. And here are these here are these jerks coming in with a boat. Bump into him. 
Yeah, you know exactly. what? I don't blame him. I don't blame him for shooting his uh, his nuclear, nuclear blast. Yeah, exactly. So in the trailer, we see that Nathan claims that the world needs Kong and he glances up at King Kong change in the boat. Uh, we see that Gia has a doll of Kong. This is on Skull Island, presumably, and can communicate with him through sign language. And we see that Eileen lives on Skull Island with Gia, at least to start with. And Eileen appears to have adopted Gia because they have photos of them together. We've discussed this already. And Eileen explains this to Nathan and talks about Gia's bond with Kong. So obviously Nathan comes across Kong for the first time as well as Eileen and Gia for the first time at some point in this movie. And I think this is going to be our opener. Absolutely. Oh, well, I have a theory on what the opening is going to be as well. We'll get back into that in a sec. Now, we see that Godzilla attacks the convoy of boats while King Kong's being transported. He destroys like a, a big military boat. Military jets attack Godzilla. He takes him out by waving his tail around in the air <laughs> like he's shooing flies. Then Godzilla leaps out of the water, knocking back Kong in the boat that he's on. Kong snaps out of his chains and he and Godzilla grapple on the boat. We've got that great shot in the trailer where Kong just gives him a huge right hook to the face. Great. Love it. The military drops depth charges on Godzilla when he's knocked into the water by Kong. And Godzilla destroys Kong's boat with his nuclear breath while Kong jumps to safety. He leaps like it's an action movie. Well, it is. Into the water. Uh, We also see that Godzilla attacks Hong Kong at some point. That's the city with all the neon lights in it. It took me a while to work out where exactly that was. I thought it was Tokyo at first. I was like, well, that's appropriate, but I think it's actually Hong Kong. And we also know that Godzilla is going to fight King Kong in Hong Kong as well. Oh, maybe (laughs) that's where he's from. King Kong in Hong Kong. Yeah, Yeah, maybe maybe that's his true home. No, I don't think so. (laughs) Imagine. We see Dr. Mark Russell explaining that Godzilla is pissed off and they don't know why. And it's also revealed at this point that there's a group called Apex. They appear all throughout Monarch's notes. So Monarch is tracking where the monsters are. And we also see that they're also tracking where Apex has appeared around the world. They must be a bunch of really good, honourable people. Yeah, absolutely. And it's got Ape in the title too, so there you go. Very helpful and very open with their communication. Like, they're not mysterious. Yeah. You know. Or evil at all. (laughs) Possibly creating uh, giant robots. Now- Interestingly enough, if you go to IMDb Mm. and look at the character list, we see that there are people credited as security guard at Apex Cybernetics. Ooh, what could that mean? It's all coming together. It's all coming together. I'm so glad I looked at that. Now, are they related to Monarch at all? Are they rivals to Monarch? Obviously, they're Apex Cybernetics, so they do some sort of work with machines. But I'm presuming since we know it, we know that Madam M is in charge of Apex. So what do they want with king kong because we see that she is financing the whole transportation of king kong they're presumably going to where king kong is from to find the giant axe if you're going to where king kong is from maybe you're finding more monsters maybe there's a scientific discovery there you can get their dna well we know as well it's obvious at this point we know as well that apex is manipulating godzilla to act erratically i'm presuming through using the orca they're sending out some sort of way that drives godzilla berserk Notice he's coming to where they are on the boat, so he's probably coming to a signal that they're sending that they're not aware of. And obviously King Kong's on the boat, which leads to the big fight. Do they want King Kong to be killed? Or I don't like think what? they want him to be killed. My guess is that they want to create a threat. They want to create a monster threat. Uh-huh. So Godzilla's out of control. They're like, oh, what can we get to fight Godzilla? Let's get King Kong. Like someone suggests we can use King Kong to fight Godzilla. When in secret, this is a huge presumption on my uh-huh. part. I don't know if you'll agree with me. When in secret, they want it to fail. They want King Kong to fail so they can be like... We're well, going to have to use our last ditch effort. Got to use our robot. So we've got to justify financing a giant 
mechanical version of Godzilla who can take down Godzilla with all his own abilities. Maybe. It's got to be this, right? It's got to be this. I definitely agree with you, but maybe it's a case of like... Apex is coming from a place of, oh, look how much destruction, look how much damage these monsters have done. Yes. We need to do something about it. They can't they're, just like- They're setting up Godzilla to create this damage. So Godzilla yeah. is the one who typically, you know, but I mean, creates the in- balance, but he's going berserk through yeah. their manipulations. They're saying, oh, look, he's gone berserk. We're going to have to take him out. Yep, you continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, obviously they, these monsters come out of the water and then they go back in. So maybe Apex is like, well, we can't just keep doing this. So- Let's kill them. Like, let's pit them off against each other. One of them will survive, but will be weakened. And then we take them out via robot. 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 I was going to be robotics, but that doesn't make sense. Why make a Godzilla? Yeah. I think that's the perfect scheme. I think we've nailed the full twist of the movie here. But yeah, let's uh, let's get back to what happens in the trailer and we can sort of pass out how it relates. So when we last spoke, we just introduced Monarch. So we know that Millie Bobby Brown, Madison Russell is driving around in a van trying to find out what's going on with Godzilla and she's teamed up with Josh Valentine. Now we saw in one of the Super Bowl teasers that Millie Bobby Brown is living in sort of like a tent city. Uh-huh. So she's sort of living on the run in it with a community of sort of people who've been displaced. So obviously I think she lives in this community with Josh Valentine. He's feeling a bit romantic because of his last name, so I think he has a thing <laughs> for Madison. Maybe it's is- uh, families that lost their parents. Yeah. Well, presumably know. her dad's still alive. We see her dad in one of these tents as well, so he's there. He's talking about, I don't know why Godzilla's pissed off. She's obviously trying to work out why Godzilla's been pissed off. So she's doing that research alongside Josh, and they visit Bernie Hayes, who is Brian Tyree Henry's character, and he agrees with their theory that someone is pissing off Godzilla on purpose. So do you think these guys are following Godzilla, tracking him? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to find out, and they're going to be the ones who uncover that yeah. Apex is manipulating Godzilla through the technology that her own mother created. Yeah. Because they could be like, oh, there's these weird signals coming out. And they're like, oh, no, someone's up to no good. Yeah, someone's using the orca that I'm intimately familiar with. (laughs) Now, interestingly enough, Madison and Josh seem to meet Bernie Hayes in what looks like a seedy nightclub as well. Hey, there we go. I'm really hoping that it is. Love it. So another point in the trailer, we see Kong jumping around on Skull Island, or presumably Skull Island. It might be the New Island. Where he finds a giant red handprint. Skull Island 2. Yeah, Skull Island Junior, or Senior. (laughs) So he finds a giant red ape handprint on a stone. He realizes it's from his own kind. And then through somehow, maybe he digs around a bit, he finds a giant axe, which can be used to fight against Godzilla because it can absorb his nuclear breath and then be used back against him. That's cool. That's something we see in the trailer. Yeah. And the human characters, I think it was Eileen, theorizes that in the past there was a war between Kong's people and the giant monsters. So that's why the Kong's people, the other Kong's daddy Kong, created these weapons or this one specific weapon to fight back against Godzilla's kind. Right. So like, cool. So like this is something that happened before. They, we see cave paintings or whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Showing this. So I think we see that in the trailer. So that's their whole plan. They're getting King Kong to this island so that he finds this axe to- To fight back against combat Because he Godzilla. got his ass kicked- before by Godzilla. So the only way to get him to fight back successfully against Godzilla is to get this axe. Mm-hmm. And obviously Apex is financing there the whole thing. Is your MacGuffin, sir. Exactly. So obviously I think they didn't create Apex didn't create Mecha Godzilla to fight Godzilla. They want Kong to take out Godzilla. And then once Godzilla is taken out, they can use Mecha Godzilla to take out Kong, presumably the other monsters. Once Godzilla is taken out of the picture, they can take them out. And then I don't know what's their end game from that. Maybe the the they just want to kill all the monsters and the our heroes are like no, you can't kill them. We love them. That's going to be it, right? Mm, it's going to be as simple as that. So Apex wants to become... Oh, Apex. Apex Predator. Yeah, they maybe they... Number one. They want to have the military power, I guess. Yeah. 
I don't even think it would even be that complicated. I think it's just a matter of they want to wipe out all the monsters. Our heroes don't want that to happen. I think it's probably just as simple as that. Because our heroes will be like, well, they're a force of nature. They need to be there. The balance, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, absolutely. Blah. Boring stuff, boring stuff, boring stuff. Absolutely. Our bad guys are bad guys. <laughs> so also when we're on Skull Island, we discussed this already. We see that uh, Kong fights with two war bats and he obviously defeats both of them, showing that he's strong, but obviously not still strong enough to defeat Godzilla. Godzilla's on a different tier. Absolutely. So finally in the trailer, we see that Kong faces up against Godzilla in a destroyed city. I'm presuming this is Hong Kong because we know they fight there. Maybe it was a city that got destroyed in a previous movie. No, I think it's no. being destroyed throughout the course of, it, uh. of this movie. So we see that Kong fights Godzilla again in Hong Kong with his giant axe. We see all the neon lights and whatnot. We see that the axe draws power from Godzilla's nuclear breath and can be used against him. Obviously, Kong is not going to kill Godzilla, but he's obviously going to scare him off. Beat him up. And we also see that Kong is knocked out during the fight and Jia begs for him to wake up. And he does, obviously. He's fine. And that's pretty much everything that was in the trailer. I mean, there was also a scene in another trailer where King Kong is pissed off in the rain. He's on the boat and he's getting rained on and he's all pissed off and yelling and Gia comes out and calms him down. So we know that she's the only one who can settle him down when he's in a rampage. So <laughs> I don't think that's important to the plot though. So that leaves the question. So I did have some theories and questions. Will Rodan appear in the movie? No. No? I don't think so either. If no. he does appear in the movie, it's going to be like a brief cameo. He's not going to do anything. Yeah. I mean... It- because he's alive. He is. There's, there's a few other monsters that are also alive, but I don't think this is the movie for them. So Mothra died in the previous movie, but they did find a Mothra egg at the end of the movie. So will Mothra Jr. appear in the movie? I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't think so. No, I, I think they're, they're just setting up for a future movie where Mothra comes yeah. back as a hero. The monsters that'll be in this movie will be just nothing special. The two monsters are Kong and Godzilla. That's, yeah, that's right. That's They're the, the focus. guys. They don't want to clutter it up. No. And and Mechagodzilla. And Mechagodzilla, yes. So they don't want to clutter it up with too many I'm with monsters. you with Mechagodzilla. Oh, I'm so glad. I mean, I want it to be Mechagodzilla, now, so I'll go with here's it. Here's a big question. This is a very sort of loose thing. So at the end of Godzilla King of the Monsters, the Dance Corporation <laughs> yes. found one of the heads of King Ghidorah. And they're obviously going to use it for nefarious reasons. Now, in the original Godzilla movies, there is Mecha King Ghidorah. So... Will Mecha King Ghidorah appear in the movie? I don't think so. We've already no, got Mecha Godzilla. I don't think so. I, it wouldn't surprise me if that scene was setting up for another movie. Setting up for something that they don't, they didn't. They're not. They're not even going to address it. No, I, I think they are going to have Mecha. You think so? King Ghidorah in the future, maybe just not in this movie. Mm. Maybe at the end of this movie, they'll tease that the Dance Corporation is coming back. And they've by got, the way, they've got a Mecha King. Ghidorah. People listening, they're not named the Dance Corporation. I can't remember what their no, name I can't was. either. We, did they have a name or? Yes, they did. Was it they, Apex? They were just the, <laughs> no, they weren't Apex. They were just eco terrorists. Right. Uh, they didn't have like an organization name. I believe they were just whatever they were just Charles terrorists. Dance's character's name was. His group of terrorists, the Dance Corporation. But we call them the Dance Corporation here on the show. So yeah, Madam M. <laughs> you can't have uh, you can't have Mecha Ghidorah before Mecha Godzilla. Got to ease into that. That's right. Yeah, that's fair enough. And uh, and that also leaves it open for them to use Mecha Godzilla to fight against Mecha King Ghidorah in the future. In a future they're movie, just, they're looking ahead. They're oh like, man, they're thinking 20, 30 years down yeah, the line. Exactly. These movies. Oh, it's like the Avengers. They got like a fifteen year plan, and once that runs out, oops, reboot. <laughs> So, that's everything that we saw in the trailer. I think now we've got a pretty strong idea of what's going to happen in the movie. Let's just briefly go over start to finish what we think is going to happen in the movie. And yeah, that'll be our plot. Cool. So, we've got to open with an action scene. We always have to open with an action scene of some kind. I did have a theory on what was going to open with the movie. Can I give you my pitch first? 
Yeah, go ahead. Because I think it's going to open with uh, the little girl. What was her name? Starts with it. Gia. Gia. Uh, Gia being saved by King Kong. That's how that's I think a, the movie that's a good is theory. Start. That's a really good theory. And he's going to be like fighting dinosaurs and stuff. Because like my that. theory was that the movie was going to open up with a city being destroyed by Godzilla, who's mm. pissed off uncharacteristically. And we don't know, like, oh, it's all this chaos going on. But that could also happen, but later on. So I actually like your idea of Gia being saved. Don't I mean, either I thing have could a theory happen that later on. We won't see that. We'll just be told that that she was saved. Oh, okay. That's that was my theory. Right. In my head, the movie opens up with Godzilla pissed off, destroying a city, and everyone's confused and upset as to why. Monarch is dragged in in front of the government and right. chewed out, and they're, and they're confused. So, obviously, we're introduced to good old Ren, Ren Serizawa. He was just like, my father understood Godzilla, and he always said that he was a force for good. I don't understand why he's bad. And then they said, oh, we need to find another force that'll help us combat this this once force for good. He's like, we cut, we cut to Skull Island. We see King Kong. Nathan. Nathan uh. turning up. He's like, oh, gonna, he's been hired by Apex. There you go. He's been hired by Apex to investigate this island and the goings on there. We've got Eileen living there with Gia. And then, of course, Gia, Gia is, um, you know... Oh, she's special. She can communicate with the good old big boy over there and will be introduced to good old big boy. He'll have an action scene. That's my theory. But if you think the movie would I open up- I definitely agree with you in the sense like they, there'll definitely be that conversation where Monarch will be chewed out. They'll discuss yeah. all that sort of stuff. I kind of thought that we'd follow King Kong. Uh, I think we'll be introduced to King Kong sort of like yeah. a little bit into the movie, like sort of scene two essentially. Okay, because I thought it was going to be the reverse. I thought they were going to start with King Kong and then meet Godzilla. You know what I mean? Well, Godzilla is credited first in this movie, so okay, I think well, it's maybe. more so a Godzilla movie. All right. I think I like, I think I like my theory better. <laughs> While I do really like your theory, I think it would be cool to see all that destruction. We might have a flashback to it at some point. I mean, it's cooler visually, Godzilla destroying a city. So let's yep. go with that. Okay, I'm glad. But then, yeah. All about compromises on this show. Will we see, here we go, will we see King Kong saving Gia or will we just be told that? <sighs> Knowing these movies, I reckon we're just going to be told and we won't see yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you could see it and, and that would... Because their be relationship better. is going to be teased out. So the appearance of Kong is going to be teased out. Their relationship is going to be teased out. We might have a flashback at some point. Maybe when the humans meet Kong, he has this little girl. He has Gia there already. And and, and that's kind of like- No, but she's already been adopted by Eileen right. at this point. Yeah. We see in the trailer. So she has to be there as well. I was more thinking Eileen discovers Gia with Kong. Yeah, but no, they've already had a long relationship together when the movie yeah. starts, so we can't have her discovering. Okay, fair her. enough, fair enough. Guess you can't really do that. So yeah, I guess we'll just be told. Yeah, presumably Nathan has been hired by Apex to investigate the whole possibility of Kong existing. He goes to the island, presumably with a team of people. I'm not sure. Yeah, he would, right? So a team of Apex people. We're not sure if Apex is good or bad at this point. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, right. we know. We know. I guess we understand as well that Apex is working outside of Monarch. So they're another sort of big company who seems to be investigating these monsters for some reason. We know why. I feel like the government's like, look, Monarch, you're not pulling your weight. We're going to go over to Apex. We're going to bring them in. Yes, that's it. Exactly. And then Monarch is like, oh, no, not Apex. Dun, dun, dun. Because they've been following Apex. Or maybe they're just like, yeah, they have been following. So it wouldn't be a surprise to them. But they're like a a cybernetic organization. And maybe there's this idea that Apex is taking the leads, but still working with Monarch. But really, they're like, go, yeah. away. go away, Monarch. We, we've got stuff we want to do here. Absolutely. I'm with you there. Now, we've already discussed as well that Apex's ultimate plan is to become the Apex. So they want to wipe out all the monsters. We know that they're going to do that through Mechagodzilla. 
maybe they need to prove that they need Mechagodzilla to the government in order to get financing. That's my theory. So in order to do that, they need to prove that there's no other way to take out the monsters. So they want to exhaust the idea of King Kong being able to defeat all the monsters. They want to say, oh, that's we tried it, but it didn't work. He's, you can't rely on him. Yeah, he's Mechagodzilla. So this is all part of their overall plan. We can they control in- the damage. These guys just like knock over buildings. Yeah, exactly. So Nathan is sent in basically as a patsy. He's not aware of the overall scheme. He's our main character basically in the movie. So we're well, next to Madison, of course. So we've got Nathan working with Apex. He's teams up with Eileen. Potential love interest there, of course. Of course, they're, they're going to do that. <laughs> We're yes. introduced to Gia, we're introduced to King Kong eventually. King Kong demonstrates his abilities by fighting some skull crawlers, by fighting some war bats. And they're like, yep, this is exactly what we need to fight pissed off Godzilla. Let's chain him up, get him on a boat. So I think they got to like knock him out. They got to like drug him. Yeah. Pass him out. Exactly. He's, he, he's asleep. He's passed out. That'll he's be a whole to do. Yep. Uh, on the boat. On and the maybe boat. Maybe Gia's like. We won't see how they get him on the boat. It will just cut to him on the boat yeah, already. So yeah, they yeah. don't show how they transported him onto the boat. Well, maybe they use Gia to like in, inject in, him with something. In the 1962 King Kong versus Godzilla, they always transport Kong around by like with helicopters. Like they tie like <laughs> a really strong steel rope to him and just lift him up. And like he's a giant marionette and then just drop him <laughs> down wherever they need him. And they drug him with the, the berries that I mentioned earlier right. that the pharmaceutical company was after. So that's how they transported him. But I don't think they'll show how they get him on the boat oh, in this no. movie. It will just cut to him on the boat. That could be a really like funny scene. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to like time to the barge, but probably not. No, they won't do that. So meanwhile as well, we've got our bee story. So Dr. Mark Russell. <laughs> I was thinking like a giant bee. I was like, is there a giant bee monster? <laughs> no. No, but yeah, I your wish. bee story. So the bee story is Dr. Mark Russell realizes that Godzilla is acting erratically. He sort of explains this to Millie Bobby Brown, Madison Russell, who agrees with him. She has this new friendship with Josh Valentine. And these guys have been like kept, they've been like under the radar. They've been hiding and- They're living in a tent city. Madison's like, I don't want to do this. I want to go, you know, find Godzilla again. Yeah. What are we doing? I want to investigate. I want to find out what's going on and save the world. And Grizzly situation's just like- No, it's too dangerous. You can't do it. So she goes against his will. She steals his van. Josh Valentine goes with her because he loves her, obviously. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they're just friends. Let's just say he loves her. Everyone's everyone's a love interest in this movie. So the two of them, their whole B-plot is that they're going to go around investigating leads, trying to find out what's going on. Eventually, they work out it's the orca, Madison's mother's invention that is manipulating Godzilla. They discover this by going to Bernie Hayes' character in his seedy nightclub, and he's going to help them out in some way. They're going to uncover, you know, it was Apex the whole time. This will be peppered out throughout the course of the movie. Meanwhile, with King Kong, when he's being transported on the boat, they're secretly using, we don't know this at this point, they're secretly using a, a an orca device to bring Godzilla to them to have their first grappling fight. Yep. And then they got to wake up King Kong. They have a fight. They want to, Their whole, as you said before, they want to get Kong back to his original home so he can discover his whole weaponry stuff, discover his way of defeating the monsters. That's all, again, part of Apex's plan because they're like, we're going to try everything. Yep. But well, maybe that's something Monarch brings up. Maybe Apex is like, "Look, uh, Godzilla's being rogue. We got, we got a situation. We got a solution." Actually, I just had a great idea. And then Monarch's like, "Well, what about King Kong? What like, about well, King, King Kong, Kong can't do it." It's like, "Well, actually, we have all this information that says that there is uh, ancient weapons that King Kong can use." Yeah, I just had a theory. Maybe we don't start on Skull Island. Maybe Skull Island is where he goes. So this new Kong doesn't live on Skull Island. He lives on wherever whatever Gia's island is, mm-hmm. and they have to travel back to Skull Island where the other Kong was from that they knew about okay. in order for him to discover his roots discover his lineage he's and going find back a weapon. home yeah, yeah exactly sure that's my theory anyway yeah. yeah I mean it's better than making up a, 
a, a third island. You yeah, know? exactly. A new one. Well, we already had the new one at the yeah. start, but it's just a regular island. But it island. could be anywhere. Like, that island could be anywhere. But, like, yeah, he goes back to Skull Island. Except this throws a spanner in our in our theory of Gia's uh, family and tribe being wiped out by, like, skull crawlers or war bats. So maybe that doesn't work. Mm, yeah. I mean, you could not have that, but I feel All like right, let's just, I feel like that's new better. It, I think they're going to the third new imaginary <laughs> island. Well, it's a second island, isn't it? So the Kongs actually they originally came from I don't know Kong Island. Let's just say, mm. which is a, a completely different island to Skull Island. That's where they're traveling to, just so we can have it's Rib Cage Island. Yeah, exactly. The only reason we're doing this is because we need Jia's family to be killed by yes. monsters in at the start of the movie and saved by Kong. That's the only thing that makes sense. So obviously Kong goes to this island, he puts his hand on the handprint, he finds there, maybe like it opens up a secret <laughs> door where the axe is just sitting in there, it's like a locker. Didn't that happen in Hook? <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is great. All right, so he get, he's getting all nostalgic, he's walking around his island, yep. he's like, oh, I'm, I'm part of a bigger story. <laughs> So he finds the axe. The axe is all it's G. All, it's, all, uh, it's all financed by Ancestry.com. They're following yeah. him around with cameras. They're like, this is this is where you're from. Maybe Kong. the wall bats are on this new island. Maybe the skull crawlers are more of a, like a skull island thing and then the wall bats are on this new island. Yeah, well, this he is a good opportunity to find new monsters. Yeah. And so Kong can fight them. Yeah, and we say, oh, look, he's doing so much better against these monsters than he did with Godzilla on the boat. So while this is happening, is Godzilla completely forgotten about or is he just like causing havoc elsewhere while Madison... Well, he only causes havoc when it's convenient for Apex so he might have disappeared at this point he presumably after they dropped the death charges on him they might have knocked him out because remember I said during the battle on the boat it sort of wraps up so Kong sort of knocks him into the water and then the military drop death charges on him so he's probably knocked out disappeared for a while this is so Uh, he's not doing anything and Madison and Valentine are just sort of they're cruising around investigating leads and Madison's dad isn't dead yet not yet so how is he going to die Uh, it'll it'll be so quick maybe he'll try and follow them like he goes after Madison oh yeah he's definitely going to follow them and I feel like he's going to go up to Godzilla at some point because he's curious well we've got to get to Hong Kong as well Mm. so this is where King Kong is going to after he finds his axe obviously Godzilla is going to turn up there and cause destruction so I think this will lead Madison and Josh as well as uh, Dr. Mark uh, Grizzly situation (laughs) following close behind them Dr. No Name Dr. Mark Russell is his name but yeah who cares that's going to lead to that so everyone's coming to a head Mm -hmm. in Hong Kong everyone's meeting together Godzilla starts rampaging in Hong Kong through obviously Apex manipulating him through the orca this is where Mark will die this is where Mark will die during the destruction this scene Madison will be sad Josh will be like there there it'll be all right. he's from New Zealand (laughs) have a Griffin's biscuit with a thin butter mint filling (laughs) Kong will turn up with his axe the two will fight uh, Godzilla will be defeated, chased away, at least compromised in some way by through the battle with Kong. Maybe he'll even be injured. Maybe he'll be injured but not killed during the fight. He'll swim off to recover. Kong collapses on the ground out of exhaustion. Gia's just like, Kong, you can do it. You're, you're my hero. He's like, I can do it. Yeah, I believe in myself. And then obviously because Kong didn't win against Godzilla, this is where Apex is like, that's it. We're going to have to do it. Let's bring in Mechagodzilla. Mechagodzilla comes out of the ground like he does in the classic movie. And Monarch is like, this is a bad decision. No, 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 no. Yeah. But And this is where Madam M rubs her hands together, doesn't even laugh, and is like, well, if we can't have the monsters fight each other, we're just going to have to kill all of them with Mechagodzilla. Which, you know what? Is not a terrible plan. Like... No, I, like I said, it's just the good guys don't want the monsters to be killed. Mm. They believe that they're vital for balance. So yeah. 
So we have Mechagodzilla. Mechagodzilla will fight King Kong. Now, King how Kong do you will think, be, have his ass kicked. Do you think, visually speaking, Mechagodzilla is going to be well done or not? Because we don't see it in the trailer. So either it's a surprise or it's I think- Absolutely it's, a surprise. It's going to be- The whole shoddy. thing is, the, the way that they're selling this movie is that Godzilla is going to fight King Kong and there's going to be a clear winner. The tagline is, one will fall. I in mean, love with the other. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> But obviously, they're not going to kill Godzilla. Obviously, they're not going to kill King Kong. No. So, Mechagodzilla is going to be the one to take the fall, I'm presuming. Yeah. So, I think it will look great because they can do robots way better than they can do Animals. living creatures. Sure. So, it's got to be, it's got to look more realistic than Godzilla or King Kong, who both look pretty good anyway. Yeah. So. so, obviously, like I said, Mechagodzilla is going to fight King Kong. King Kong's going to get his ass kicked. And just when it looks like all hope is lost, this is where Madison and Josh make their breakthrough. They destroy the Orca device that is manipulating, or at least block the signal somehow, that is manipulating Godzilla. Godzilla is now forced for good. He comes back to yep. fight Mechagodzilla. He and Kong team up and fight Mechagodzilla together and sort of like kick its ass, rip its arms off, blow its heads up, whatever. There's people inside, so hopefully they don't die. I love a good ripping the jaw off. Oh, so. I don't think that will happen. But you know that Mechagodzilla does have his own version of nuclear breath. He has rainbow breath. He has rainbow that's breath. It's fabulous. Really. It's like a big laser that comes out of his right. mouth. So I'm hoping that's in the movie. I'm sure some equivalent. So they'll rip his jaw off to stop the rainbow breath from coming out. So it's obvious that King Kong plays to his strengths with his axe. Yep. And Godzilla plays he's to gonna his chop, strengths. He's going to chop maybe the head off with the axe. Yeah. And Godzilla will use his nuke breath as well. And yeah. they'll just double team him. Absolutely. They're going to win. Godzilla, that is. They're going to win. And then afterwards, they're going to do like, the, they're going to grab Handshake. each other's hands. They're going to like- <laughs> A high five? Yeah, exactly. And then Godzilla will go back off into the ocean and Kong will be like, well, I'm going back home now. I'm going to go back to, to Skull Island with Gia mm. and hang out until they need me for the next movie. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Is there anything you disagree with? Look, uh, you know, back when we did Godzilla, you nailed that plot. So I'm happy oh, to okay. like listen to you. You really are just <laughs> hitching along and tailing. No, I think, I think that's pretty much more or less what will happen. I feel like it'll be like a somber moment where Godzilla, as he does, goes into the water. What will happen to King Kong? Yeah, back to Skull Island. Why not? Yeah. In King Kong versus Godzilla, he just swam back to Skull Island. I don't think they'll be that rude this time. Uh, Madison dies, maybe. Not Madison. No. I'm sorry. Uh, Madam M. Madam M will definitely die. die. I hope she's piloting Mechagodzilla and then somehow dies during that fight. Yeah. And balance is restored. That seems to be the theme with all these movies. Yep. What will be the stinger ending for this movie that teases the the big exciting fight for the next one? I really want to put my foot down and say it's going to be Mecha King Ghidorah. I was actually going to say that. Way. Maybe maybe we see the robotic. So we King have Ghidorah. Dance Corporation come back and they're like, we're cooking up something special. <laughs> and in the background, we see like a giant <laughs> Mecha King Ghidorah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe at this point at the end, we get to see Rodan. Maybe we yeah, maybe he Mothra. swoops in at the last second to, well, Mothra Jr., presumably, since Mothra died. But yeah, maybe they'll all swoop in at the last minute to help fight Mechagodzilla. That'd be cool. If they appear in the movie at all, that's got to be where it is, yeah. right? Yeah. Cool. But I reckon they'll definitely tease Mecha King Ghidorah at the end and the return of the Dance Corporation. And then leading the next movie to be Godzilla and Mechagodzilla and King Kong <laughs> team up to fight Mecha King Ghidorah. And it'll be called Too Many Monsters. Exactly. Too Many Cooks. Yeah, but yeah, no, I think I think that's that's a plausible hook yeah. for the end of that movie. I can't think of what else it could be. Um, how else do you top King Kong versus Godzilla? Unless one of them dies, which I don't see that happening. No, if one of them not. will die, it will be King Kong, and maybe yeah. there'll be a son of Kong. Yeah, know, tease, but otherwise, 
Yeah, let's say King Ghidorah. Yeah, you know what? I want a robot King Ghidorah. So, yes. Yes. Yeah, fingers Def- crossed. Definitely. We can only hope. Definitely. All right. I think so, is that our it. plot? That's is that, our plot. Is it, have we nailed that? Is that done? I think so. The only thing we didn't really explore was Ken's involvement, but we just know that Ken is going to take fill the shoes of uh, his yeah. father. He's going to be our monarch contact. So, we this is how we see what monarch is doing Look, and what they're up to and how they disagree these guys, with Apex. Yeah, most of these guys will just stand around looking shocked at what the, the real heroes yes. are doing. Yes, the um, characters we really care about and the then monsters are doing. You'll have your team Godzilla and you have your team King Kong. and Yeah, so Apex is essentially our, well, the good characters in Apex. So we've got Nathan, Eileen, Gia. Mm-hmm. That team is sort of like our King Kong team. And then we've got Ken, son of Serizawa, Madison, presumably Josh, Mark Russell. Mm-hmm. They're our Godzilla team. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's it. That's it. And then we've got good old uh, Ken, Serizawa, Sitting on the sidelines and rooting on... No, his name's not Ken, it's Ren. Mm. I think I've been calling him Ken the whole time, like Ken Watanabe. Yeah. Well, he's part of Monarch, right? Yeah. We decided. So Ren he's is. sitting, you know, in the sidelines, sort of rooting them on. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I feel pretty confident. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fighting and that'll yeah. be fantastic. Fingers crossed. We can only hope for that. And if they it'll don't like, take it so seriously, it'll be a good movie. Imagine if we don't get to see either King Kong or Godzilla until like the 40-minute mark. Oh, <laughs> Remember that in that original 2015 yeah. Godzilla movie, yeah, how annoyed I was the that they introduced Godzilla at the one hour mark and he appeared in eight minutes total of the movie. Yeah, ridiculous. Eight minutes. And part of me is a little worried that something similar will happen. No because- way. No way. We've, wow. seen, we've seen way more of Godzilla in this trailer alone than we did all of that original Godzilla movie. Mm. The 2015 one, that is. Yep. Well, here's hoping. All right. uh, This movie looks great, but let us know your thoughts on Godzilla versus King Kong, Kong versus Godzilla, whatever title they're using these days. But also let us know how well we did, if we did well at all. Well, well, the movie hasn't come out yet. Or how well you think we did. Yeah. So if you have any theories, if you disagree with us at all, or if you agree with anything, you can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can hunt us down on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or you can just leave a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean site. You can let us know any of your thoughts. And if you have your own theory of the plot, yeah. if you want to write it down, <laughs> yeah. or you know, give you us might a summation. Be closer. You might you be may closer. Be closer. Us. Let us know. put our heads together here, essentially. Well, I did a lot of the talking and Matty D agreed with me a lot of the times. I think you were right, though. Like, I don't think not, we would have been able to do it separately. There's not, there's not a lot I disagree with. I think this movie kind of writes itself, but we'll yeah. see when the movie comes out. We will see. All right, I'm excited. I'm so excited the movie's just about to come out, too. That'll be a fun one to watch. Oh, we've got to see it in the cinema if we can yes yes definitely so before we wrap it up for another week let's talk about what we're going to be exploring next week we're doing of course another installment of actual spoilers boom where we go back and look at a previous movie prediction that we did and see how well it stands up against the actual movie and the movie that we're finally getting to this week i know maddie d is going to be very excited to revisit this one is the 2019 version of charlie's angels I saw it in the cinema back in 2019. I think Manny D saw it a couple of weeks ago. Yes, I watched it on Netflix or a streaming site. I can't remember which one. I personally think we both did pretty well in that, so I'm actually excited to see... I can't remember what we said in that Oh, I remember. I remember everything. But I'm actually really excited to see who got closer to the actual plot. I think we both had our strengths and weaknesses, (laughs) and you can hear us break it all down next week. So go listen to that previous episode find it in our archives go watch the movie and we'll be talking about charlie's angels and until then let them fight (laughs) godzilla has a brain about this size he is sheer brute force while kong is a thinking animal his brain is considerably larger about 10 times the size of this gorilla's skull 
Being instinctive rivals, there is no doubt that they will attempt to destroy one another. King Kong versus Godzilla, heading for their colossal collision, shattering every obstacle that stands between them in the most fantastic rampage of annihilation ever recorded on film. See King Kong stamp Tokyo into the ground, holding a beautiful girl in his grasp. See Godzilla destroy an entire army. See King Kong trapped by the blazing barrier of a billion volts. But nothing, nobody can stop the great showdown when King Kong and Godzilla meet to fight for survival of the fittest.